As we celebrate this Easter day, we have just heard the gospel account, the gospel of John, of the resurrection of Jesus, and it is great to hear that story again. It's the story, it's the narrative, it's the, the action of God that stands at the center of our life together. During this season of Lent, we have been following a sermon series as a congregation through the I Am statements of Jesus. These are things that Jesus says about himself. I am, as we get to know God through the Son, Jesus Christ. And for our second scripture reading today, I have one more I am statement for you. This one comes to us from John chapter 11, verses 17 to 27. Lazarus has died and is in the tomb, and Jesus arrives. Listen. When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, some miles away, and many of the Jews had come to Mary and Martha to console them about their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him while Mary stayed at home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been there, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that God will give you whatever you ask of him. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me, even though they die, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, the one coming into the world. And this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, good morning once again. It's so great to be with you all here today on this Easter Sunday. I want to say hi to those who are worshiping online with us on Facebook Live or YouTube this morning. And to all of you who are here in person, Christ is risen. Just always be ready all Easter day at any time. This is our Easter proclamation, and so we return to it again and again. There's an idea that comes to us from Karl Barth, who was a 20th century Swiss theologian, that in our lives of faith, we must hold the Bible in one hand and the newspaper in the other. And on a day like today, that seems especially important for us to do. If you are a young person, you don't know what a newspaper is. Ask somebody after the service. That's okay. So we're gathered today on this joyful and festive Easter day to hear again the news that, the good news, that Jesus who died on the cross and was buried in the tomb has now been raised by the power of God to new life. And in his life and in his resurrection, we also find our life renewed. We also find hope for our future eternal life with God. But the good news from the Bible stories uh, that we're hearing today is related to the real, everyday, even bad news of our world. It wouldn't take long if we wanted to open up a newspaper or a website or an app on our phone to find some of the bad news going on in this world. I'm talking about violence flaring again in the Middle East with rockets being fired. I'm talking about a war in Ukraine that is grinding on with no end in sight. I'm talking about the events in Nashville around another school shooting and the aftermath of that event. I wonder what you would add to this litany today. What would you bring from your own life or your own experience to this Easter morning? As you come to sing the songs that we sing and to feel the joy that is in the air, 
Is there bad news in the world or in your life that you bring with you today? You know, it's okay to be honest about those things. I have to say that being in church, is a, it's a good place to be honest with God and with each other and with ourselves. Jesus is one who is acquainted with sorrows and hurt. In his life and ministry, everywhere he went, he met people who had things that were going wrong in their lives. That's how he spent his time, with people like that, with people like us. He was known for touching the untouchable, for giving sight to the blind, for forgiving those who needed it, for speaking up on behalf of those living on the margins of society. He was always asking questions. He encouraged debate. He didn't like easy religious answers. Jesus' teaching for his followers was all about how to live a life with God and with others. He called them neighbors, how to show neighbor love. So I want to give you this idea today that when we're talking about the resurrection story of Easter, it's not just about how to get into heaven someday. It is also about how to receive new life, to get a fresh start, to find resurrection hope for the living of these days in this life for you. In the story we read from the Bible today, a close friend of Jesus named Lazarus has died. And Mary and Martha are the sisters of Lazarus, and they are feeling the sting of that loss. And it's into the real concern of that family at the loss of their brother that Jesus enters and that he speaks. It is to those who have deep needs in their lives that Jesus brings these words of hope where he says, I am the resurrection and the life. One thing to know on this Easter Sunday is that the good news of the resurrection of Jesus gives us hope, eternal hope, of a life forever with God. Jesus says, those who believe in me, though they die, will live forever. And our future hope is that at the end of this mortal life, we would be welcomed into God's eternal arms. That's God's power. That's God's ability. That's God's love for us. But that's not all. Because Jesus says, I am the resurrection of the life and the life, and this life, this new life, this renewed life, this fresh start that is on display on an Easter day, it begins now. It begins today. Even while the world is still so full of trouble. Even while your life or mine are not as set and settled as we want them to be. The resurrection new life begins again today, and the good news is we're meant to receive it, hold on to it, and live in it. I had a very important speaking engagement this last week. I was honored. I was speaking with preschool students at our preschool here on campus. Um, they were all sitting on the classroom floor, crisscross applesauce, listening, with their listening ears on, and uh, they were reminded to be on the best behavior because the pastor was there. I was talking to the kids about, um, about Jesus and um, the way he died on the cross. I brought a little, along a little cross to show them. And I talked about how he was buried in the tomb, and I brought a stone to show the way that the stone had been put in front of the tomb to close it up. You have to bring object lessons, right, with kids. And then I, brought, and then I said, and on the third day, he rose, and he, he got resurrection life, and I brought a flower, kind of a picture of blooming and budding and coming to life. I was feeling pretty good. The kids were listening to all this, and then a girl in the back row, she raised her hand, and she said, my grandpa's in the hospital, and he's dying today. Just like that. 
This was a moment where the good news of the resurrection couldn't wait. It couldn't be just some far distant future hope that someday we'll be there. It had to do with her grandpa on his deathbed and how her, this little girl and her family were, would find strength to get through these days, would find a way to come through this hard experience of life. They needed resurrection hope right then and right now. Sometimes it takes us a while to get this resurrection hope. You know, we're all on a journey when it comes to our faith, and I don't know exactly where you are today as you come into uh, Easter worship, but I know that Jesus meets us right where we are and doesn't leave us there. Jesus meets us right where we are, but doesn't leave us the way he found us. So my hope for you on this Easter Sunday is that you would be reminded of God's great love for you that you would know of God's power to reach every part of our lives, including the parts today that are not quite right, maybe especially those parts, that God's love is unending and everlasting, so it doesn't end in this life alone, but it goes on and on. I visited somebody in the hospital this week, and um, she was in her hospital bed, and she said, I want to tell you a story. She told me that some years ago she had had brain surgery, very serious situation. And after the surgery had gone well, and so she was released from the hospital and sent home, a few days later, she was in her room getting ready for the day. She was combing her hair, and as she combed her hair, she heard a click, 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 and a click, 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 click. And she went and told her husband about it, and they said, well, we better go and see the doctor. So they went to see the doctor, and it turned out there was a metal screw hanging out of her head. And her husband, who was in the room with us when she was telling us this, was quick to jump in and let me know that she had a screw loose. <laughs> he did not bury the punchline, I assure you. Turns out this screw that was in her head was part of the surgery. It was inserted during the surgery, and that as the body healed, it slowly pushed that screw up out of her skull until it was right there. Healing, like faith, takes time, right? The doctor used pliers to pull the screw out of her head. I'm glad the kids are in Sunday school right now. <laughs> this woman asked the doctor, can I keep that screw? That's a really cool memento, isn't it? You know, keep it on your, on your desk and tell people about it. But the doctor said, no, I want it. I want it so I can show my doctor friends this screw that I pulled out of your head and tell them the story of this kind of amazing situation and what happened to you. I think Easter Sunday morning is like that. An amazing thing has happened, and the one who was on the cross and laid in the tomb fully dead, as Pastor Erica talked with the kids about, is then made fully alive and comes back from that death into new life. No tomb could hold him. Death itself could not keep him. So his resurrection, his new life, is our hope as well. So we want to tell about it, like a surgeon showing off a screw to her, to her uh, colleagues, telling an amazing story. We also want to share and proclaim this good news that Christ is alive, no longer dead, but raised by the power of God. So the Easter message meets us in the midst of the pains and realities of this life. It works on us when it seems like nothing is happening at all, slowly healing us from the inside out. 
The Easter message sends us and asks us to share and proclaim the love of God which is known to us in the life and death and resurrection of Christ. So friends, my prayer is that you would be encouraged in your faith today, that you would be filled and renewed, that you would hold fast to the promises of God, knowing that they are not just for a long time from now, they're also for today, this day, and for you. May it be so. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Amen.